Talk with Superman and Lois TV Talk. This is our episode four, season one, episode nine, Loyal Subjects with a K. My name is Robin. My name is Derek. My name is Frank. And our name is We're Always Around. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya. Sub- subject. 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 We know yet. I mean, so at, it, so at the end of the episode, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we're going there already. Mr. Russell has the gloves off. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> we are here to talk about uh, loyal subjects, and uh, we could pretty much walk you right through the episode. Uh, but we do have a little bit of pre-show chatter, uh, of course. Uh, we want to always plug our good friend at Krypton site. Uh, that's Craig Byrne. And uh, yeah, I figured maybe we should, you know, toss him a recommendation. I, I read his interviews uh, with Eric Valdez, who plays Kyle. Uh, and I suggest people go to Krypton site and check that out. Who does um, play? Kyle. Are you sure? <laughs> Kyle L. Uh, oh. <laughs> Are they brothers? Anyway, uh, we'll get there. All right. Well, uh, I actually think at this point I'm going to toss it over to Frank. Does he play? <laughs> does he play? Guy? What? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, we, we're, we're 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 done talking about Eric Valdez then. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to leave you holding the wrench. Cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean. To. Um. <laughs> We no, but it, but we call that Jimmy Olsen blues. That's <laughs> that is what that is. Um, hey, all joking aside for a second, though, uh, we, we do joke a lot on, on this show. But uh, just wanted to say we we, we um, you know, last week we, we dealt with some heavy subjects um, with uh, with Lois and, and everything That's with a that, C, not with a K. Uh, last week, we dealt with some very heavy topics that are that we're not joking about. Um, and uh, we uh, we heard we heard some some feedback uh, from from listeners. And honestly, we were very grateful to to hear from you um so if if you know i I realized that we we talked through some of those subjects pretty quickly and um by no means did we mean to underplay um the importance the significance of of um of lois talking about her um her miscarriage and and the way that the show dealt with that we actually felt the show dealt with that beautifully um and um so i just want to say thank you to everyone who 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 reached out and, and mentioned it and um, that we're obviously, you know, we're works in progress and we're, we're, we're doing the best we can. And we appreciate hearing everyone's perspective on uh, folks who, who shared uh, what they had to say about it. And, and just that we're uh, we'll, we'll continue to try to deal with those topics uh, sensitively moving forward. Trauma is always a different, difficult thing to talk about. I, I applaud the show for showing Lois going through the steps of her trauma and the, and the after effects of it, obviously that she still deals with, but you know, it was, I was shocked. Of course I wasn't on the episode last week. I was shocked that the show proper Superman Lois did not have any sort of warning at the beginning or trigger warning yeah, or ending. You know, I was watching, uh, handmaid's tale is back on and i i, I watch it and um oh yeah <laughs> and, and obviously before those episodes is and obviously far more visual of what goes on there with with that series but you know they're they're very careful to 
to put those warnings and things. And I think about even Smallville episodes. There were a few that had PSAs at the end. That's right. Um, and, and, and diff- I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't bring a jar or a penny. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, was, I was really... I applaud the show for what they did last week. I hold back some of that applause because I do think there was there was uh, some teachable moments there that could have been done in having a bumper or a PSA or something uh, for people to understand better. People who have not gone through that, people who have not experienced that, people who didn't know, quite frankly, how to talk about it. So, you know, people who are watching with families or young kids, you know, Wesley watches the show with me. And uh, so, you know, it's... Uh, I. I, w- I would have appreciated something, you know, from from the creators of the cast there at the end of the episode. I, I I feel like that was a missed opportunity. But all that to say, tremendous hour of television, tremendous performance by Bitsy. Um, you know, it was a female director, female writer last week, and they really they really brought it. And I mm-hmm. I was I was blown away by it. And I I and I'm still thinking about that performance uh, and and that dialogue. Uh, in, in the therapy session, it was very impactful. Agreed. Uh, let me add to this that uh, <laughs> I will say I usually either a laugh at my own jokes or just laugh awkwardly to fill silences. <laughs> so uh, don't always take my laughter as I'm laughing at something. Sure. I, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I had to learn that years ago. I was a lot of hurt feelings. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely thought I was funny when I got with Robin, but turns out not. not turns not out funny. he's laughing at you, not with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that Gordon Shumway? What is that? Like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willie, you kill me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Loyal Subjects, written by Andrew yes. Wong. Yes. We've only written shorts before, you say, Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is his first episode of television. Obviously, he's in the writer's room, so he's contributing to other episodes. But this is the one that has his his name on it. So maybe mm-hmm. he was the one that kind of had the ball for this one. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's also directed by Eric Dean Seaton. Harry who... Dean Stanton? No Harry way. Stanton. I know, so first trying, thing I thought. First trying very I hard not to say. <laughs> Any relation? <laughs> Uh, no, Seton and Stanton are actually two different names. Oh. Aye, aye, that's the same name. <laughs> my name is uh, Eric Dean St- Seton. I'd go around telling everybody my dad was Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, we're you know we're we're from the uh, Dean middle name family. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, I come Eric- from a long line of middle. <laughs> is that Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Seton uh, actually is uh, ha- has a lot of experience in Disney sitcoms and primetime sitcoms, and actually just recently got into directing uh, the CW verse with the uh, with Batwoman and the Flash. So All right. we'll be seeing him around. Uh, so shall we get into this episode? <laughs> I mean, Let's... we we got to get through the the all the the first forty one minutes to talk about the last minute. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I went back and rewatched this episode, obviously to take notes and what seemed to be like the last 10 minutes of the episode was just like the last one minute, but we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, we, th- this, we have this uh, uh, POV shot of somebody walking into Morgan edges office and Morgan, all sorts of smiling and uh, us. We're, we walking kinda... into, we're walking into Morgan. Oh, office. he's welcome. Oh, he... he's, well, he's offering us, the chance of a lifetime to better ourselves. Right, right, right. 
but back at the uh, Smallville Gazette, uh, Lois and Beppo are uh, trying to put things together. Because, you know, why is Edge in Smallville when he didn't stick around the other towns? Now, I, this was a question where I was just like, because there's ex-Kryptonite here? <laughs> but sure. Because it's Smallville? I mean, we know that as the viewer. We- <laughs> We're not gonna. We're gonna spend our, all our time in Granville. That's what. But I was. That's what I was thinking. He was going. I thought he was originally. He was going town to town, and mining, not finding X Kryptonite, and then finally finding well, finally something finally Smallville. We we discussed that second third episode. Maybe that that was you know what we anticipated happening. I just yeah. I guess I just assumed too much. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was finding it all all sorts of places, but it wasn't exactly working out. Well, <laughs> sure. Obviously, in this episode, we learned. A lot more about kryptonite than uh, than any of us knew about as as it affects the series. Yeah, right, right. Which was one of the more shocking moments to me because I don't really recall that. Well, we'll get we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> well, I like this next scene, which is just basically like Lois being, you know, Danny Ocean. <laughs> you know, she's she's calling the team in. To, you know, we got to figure out this is this is the plan. You know, she, we, only, need, she only needs three. Yeah, I love how uh, uh, we get a we get her talking about Clark being a great reporter, which is yes. something we haven't heard about in a while. Yes, and then they have Lana, and then they go over the details, and then they start from the beginning and piece it all together. Uh, and if they did the job right, the answer will present itself. Well, we'll see. It's so funny because in this episode, when she's saying this, like for episodes before that. Uh, it was almost like she knew more than we did. <laughs> and now she's like, actually, we don't know everything. We're going to go over it all. I'm, I've been well, a little confused about that. Well, she, she had to, she had to play her bluff. She had to act like she always knew more. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta, you act like, you know, what's going on. That's oh yeah. Kind of uh, move. Mm. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. How do you think um, you got into podcasting? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no awkward laugh there. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a make it, I guess. <laughs> that one hurt, Derek. <laughs> Ouch. So, we actually get to see Morgan Edge's uh, pitch, and it's to Emily Fan. And he really is like, I know all about your fears. And we kind of see Emily's life, and she's, you know, it's just, you know, she's got bills, she's got this kid that she you know loves and wants to make sure she's set and and he's like i'm gonna make your fear go away i can improve your life in every way and manage i can improve you just getting this machine (laughs) is that the point where you'd be like i'm good at what point does he say look we're gonna set you in this mri microwave right well she asks if it'll hurt and and leslie is like oh not a bit (laughs) Oh, you'll be fine. I mean, look at that thing. Does it look like it's not going to hurt? Nothing like, about that. I, you look like you need a tetanus shot just to look at that. Thing. You don't get in an air fryer and ask if it's going to hurt. Like, it's going to hurt. It's an air fryer. This is really, this takes a lot of, like, I'm just going to swallow like my disbelief. Because just to think about the people that are like, you know, uh, go ahead. It looks like <laughs> Honestly, I feel like she... It looks like air. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the bit. Fish, that was fish took of... five minutes. Kryptonian seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ron Popeil here with <laughs> take out and shake halfway through. 
said it and forget it. Um, the um, I, I kind of feel like she was lying. Like she knew Leslie was lying to her, but she want she just wanted someone to tell her it wasn't going to hurt, and that's all she needed to hear. You know, to convince herself that like I know you're lying to me, but it's fine. You I just needed someone to tell me the comforting. You can put thing. him under like general anesthesia just to go just to like for that brief moment of hell on earth. I, I don't know. Like I, actually, it's Captain Anesthesia. It hasn't become general yet. <laughs> Oh, it's Captain Jack. This uh Luther. Oh man, you know, I, I I'm not gonna make a joke. <laughs> I'm just gonna do I'm, it. Don't I'll do hold it. that one. I'll hold that one. Remind me, I'll tell you after the show. I'm not gonna say that one on the podcast. I apologize, listeners. Um so uh yeah, but that's the thing. It's like all these people are just going with it and I mean, yeah, she's I mean, got the, a kid. She's got, I mean. <laughs> the pitch sounds great, but when you walk me in that that cellar, wherever they do <laughs> that thing to. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a little hung up on the fact that Clark never found the machine when he left. And, and, right. You know, obviously, he went back and it was gone. I they move quick. They move that thing quick, but mm. who built that? Where did that, like, where did the instructions for that thing come from? And, right. I, you know, that. It, that, that looks that a lot like the thing. It looks a lot like the thing in Krypton that made that poor guy turn into Doomsday. Is all I'm saying. Like it just, you know, uh, mm. kind of had that yellow tint to it a little bit yeah. too, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was a pizza oven on the inside. Like, <laughs> is it an air fryer or pizza oven? Stick with it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, I, it's a hybrid. I, I think we should call it the air fryer. I, I think that should be the official dub. All right, they put them in their murder shorts and stick them in the air fryer. Or the air flyer. Because <laughs> oh, they... Uh, cool, they fly after. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> so, so yeah, we have Edge's pitch going on. And he talks, talks about he's going to activate a new life. Uh, and you're going to feel like a new person. Uh, and you just have to, uh, it, you know... Uh, acknowledge that the life you have now is not the one you want anymore. Uh, and again, it's just like Emily, you know, she's a mom. <laughs> she's probably uh, hopefully a loving wife. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the bills are bad, but like, I want to totally get rid of my life. Like, that's it. Uh, I don't know. Well, when you hear new life, you don't think I'm going to have a group, you know, an alien inside me. Um, right. I mean, obviously, you think new opportunities, <laughs> new new ways to better yourself, twelve steps, that kind of thing. Not right, mm-hmm. right. And and honestly, and I think I think Beppo makes this joke later, or maybe yeah. it was Lois, but like Edge really, really does talk like a cult leader. Like he really <laughs> does sound like a cult leader. And, and I mean, I, I mean, I mean that with not a trace of irony or, or joking. Like he really does sound like maybe. a person who is trying to you know indoctrinate people. Maybe we should call it Nexium. Mm. See, I wasn't going to go for that joke, and yet you did it. You did it, and it's not my fault. But yes, this is very familiar. I mean, that's, that's internal branding. I mean, that's from the inside. Do you think Do you think Allison was like, not a bit? <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> okay, there it is. It's out there. Sorry. Sorry. How do you unding a bell, Frank? Oh, God. Nope, he's leaving. He's out. Come back. Frank, we need you. It's Oceans Three. I I was uh, I was not going to say anything. 
And then Derek opened the door and said, come on through, sir. I, we'll give you a new life. Just lay down on this MRI, this rusty MRI table. And I don't know. I, it's, it's one of the, I mean, I know you talk about suspending disbelief, but it's been one of the things the whole time I'm kind of like, at one point you're just like, hell no, not for me. Like, yeah. Uh, like, I what mean, did he I, say? What did he say that this is going to do for her? Like, get on the Garney and it's going to go in. And she, she's just like, so what, what is, what's happening? Like, uh, like I have, I have steel fillings. Like, you heard that pitch. You would think what seminars? Yes. yes. I mean, so, you know, some kind of pamphlet or literature, not yeah. whatever that, not the air flyer. I have to get in the air fryer. I'm not getting in that thing. I'm sorry. They, it, I would have loved it if they they got her to like kind of like sign up some sort of like I give away, I I sign away, yada yada yada, any any sort of responsibility, and then maybe knock her out and put in burn this machine. I just don't see her going in this willing. I mean, she probably why, why would, did sign something, not... but who reads who reads the EULA? <laughs> like who reads it? Nobody it reads was it. Twelve pages. I'm not reading all that. Front and back. <laughs> I, I, that I'm with Robin. Sell them on the pitch, get them to consent to it, and then knock them the hell out. And then yeah, that, suddenly there's a bag over their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, new recruits. It's like hazing them. I, I just, I, I, I can't imagine anybody, job or not, that walks in. It's like just step inside this thing, and yeah. you'll be <laughs> okay. You'll be crispy, and your yeah. life will be great. <laughs> Did you did you guys see after uh, crust? Leave them at fourteen minutes. Uh, did you guys watch Loki this week? I have not watched it yet. Uh, okay, I won't. I won't say anything about it. But it remi- that 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 actually reminds me of something in Loki. It was really funny. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we get what I called New Emily, or you know, uh, uh, who takes control just for a moment and says in Kryptonian, "You've done well." So. And then Edge says it'll be a few days before she's in control. So that kind of answers a little bit of a question that maybe those who are possessed, uh, you know, lose. Uh, they, they're 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 not controlled. They're right. not possessed twenty four seven. It takes a few days for yeah. For, it's it's for a question we've had with some of the others, obviously with Derek Powell, and then we were wondering yeah. with Leslie: is there still any remnant of who she actually is in there, or is she full on Kryptonian? So right, it takes right. a few days for the for the air fryer to the pop cook <laughs> for the Jiffy Pop to jiffy come pop. to fruition. <laughs> All right. So anyway, fast forward. We got Clark making lunches. We got, uh, you know, Jordan lunches. talking about how he's uh, help, helping uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like how Lois is like, now leave it up to Sarah to tell you if, the, if her feelings change or not, mm. <laughs> rather than, you know. But um, so, yeah, th- we have a- another thing where uh, Lois is trying to get Clark to uh, talk to the town and I think that's something that's going to be uh, happening like next week because nothing really comes of that this this episode yeah it felt like it that felt like a piece of dialogue uh, of Lois being like now you're you know you're Martha Kent's son you're yeah. you, know, you 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 hold a lot of sway in this town um, that felt like it felt like a piece of his dialogue had been cut out and they just left Lois giving yeah. him the pep talk yeah and <laughs> didn't isn't that kind of reminiscent of another thing that she said back like around episode three or four after the right. town hall meeting where she was like, they won't listen to me. They'll listen to you. You're that's from right. 
Like it feels like a holdover from that a little bit too. I mean, yeah. she's absolutely right. She she's is absolutely right. right. But I can also understand Clark, Clark being like, I don't want to alien, no pun intended, alienate right. you know us from this town because he is exactly right. It's hard to argue against somebody who's offering jobs and money and you know all these big promises to a town that has been so you know desolate for so long now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. It, that, that's the thing. That's what he's up against. But it, but to her point, if anyone can break through to these people, it's it's Martha Kent's son. Mm. Son of a bench. <laughs> uh, how about those bags of lunch? Those are, that, that looked like some good That was adorable. <laughs> that was adorable. I loved some that. Big that bags. Was, I, that was so sweet. You went to the Jitney Jungle and, and checked out with those and then just gave them lunch and those things. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we go to the Smallville Gazette. Lana is just doing a check-in and says, yeah, these these people who are the subjects with the K, are, they just act like they're happy to be there. They're really excited good, to their job. Good to see you. Yeah, exactly. Rickman got to all of them. Rickman got to every last one of them. <laughs> and yeah, here's where... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lois tries to tell Lana to stop, uh, but of course Lana's in it, so... Uh, but yeah, at Smallville High, we see that, yeah, Kyle is sure acting super happy. And I thought it was almost like at this point, he was like overcompensating, like, Hey, I'm just trying to be the happy chipper dad that might come. So my daughter doesn't hate me. <laughs> That's the booze. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and yeah, little booze and driving his kid to school, but apparently yeah, not. <laughs> I, I, I really, I want, I want to interject here. And I know I've, I've mentioned, I've, Really, I mean, say what you will about Kyle. I've really enjoyed Eric's performance over yes. the last few episodes, but I was also so worried about this character from the original sides because they talked about him being kind of abusive and kind of, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I was really worried about how they were going to play that on television in this day and age. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't go that way with it. Obviously, they still kind of made him have a drinking problem. But, right. you know, he's... He's more of a, a disappointment than a, you know, an asshole, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I totally like. There's undertones of that, but that's yeah. there's no there's no explicit like indication. He, of he's that. still. I mean, he, you know, he does the wrong things for the right reason. Yes. But he still has his town and his family at heart. Yeah. Even if he's misguided. That's right. right. Yeah. And and this this moment where he's, he's still a jerk. Un- Don't get me wrong. He's still a jerk. He's still a jerk, and he's he's still not a likable character. Um, but he's he's not black or white. He's a little more nuanced. But, but the, the juxtaposition the juxtaposition of that of, of in this episode, wanting to like him so much when he swoops in and saves the day, right? And then ultimately we. But but this right here, this moment of him dropping her off and 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 acting extra chipper and, and, and being nice is the first indication that something is different about him. Thanks. So, Cause I was thinking again, he was overcompensating like, uh, uh, thank you, Jordan for being there for my girl. And well, that's, you know, that's what it came off as to yeah. us not knowing. But now when you look back, you're like, Oh, that right. was the first, that was the first signal they were giving us that something's different about him. <laughs> I mean, Sarah literally says he's having a personality crisis. So right. like, and oh. you just buy it. Cause you're like, yeah, he, okay, wait, he's overcompensating. He knows, he yeah. knows he did wrong and he's trying to make it up to her. Right. Uh, but then now looking back, I'm like, oh, it was actually a, a little clever signal from the writers to mm-hmm. something wrong about him. 
Uh, also, we have Jonathan attracted to Tegan and Sarah again saying, stay away. So Yeah, well, what's up with Sarah and Tegan? Uh, Tegan and Sarah. Uh, maybe, uh, you know. Good job, Frank. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even catch that, so good job. Uh, did they mean that? I wonder. <laughs> uh, so uh, Clark got a tip that they're having uh, – camaraderie breakfasts at Victoria Mays. And so he kind of drops by uh, right at the tail end and gets to talk to Emily. And of course, you know, she's like, Oh, you should join. <laughs> oh, you, uh, you up for a job? You want to do it? Yeah. You, uh... Listen, you, you will, surprised. you will really love CrossFit. I'm telling you, it is for <laughs> you. <laughs> soul, so I am all about soul cycle. And you too. I, I'm a little surprised it never went, that way that they wanted Clark for this. Uh, that's that almost seems like a, maybe that's too low hanging a fruit, but I, I'm, I'm a little surprised they never went that direction. Mm. I'm just surprised edge hasn't gone the MLM direction yet. You know, I mean like really the, the unlock the power of you. No, nobody. All right, <laughs> MLM. I have to look that one up. Uh, so this is when Clark Frank's, here's Frank's some... got some literature. He's looking around for it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Clark hears some uh, shouting in Spanish and we get to see a great uh, shot of Superman flying around the globe. But really, he's just kind of flying to Mexico, which it was cool. It was cool, though. Yeah, nice shot. <laughs> I did note it. Note that he did not wave to us when he flew by. Uh, but yeah, he goes to Mexico. He's st- stopping a bank robbery and really uh, does an awesome job until suddenly he's getting a, a breathing problem and his heart is racing. This I mean, there, would we there, call it a problem? It's more, it's, it's, it's a new power he's been given. Super asthma. <laughs> yeah, this is a... Uh, Speaking this, of trauma, this is difficult for me to talk about. I know exactly. I was like, is this uh, triggering? Uh, yeah. I, and it's... it's. I, I want to say it's so funny. It's so interesting. I say it's so funny because I always say it's so funny when things are in, interesting or intriguing, but... Obviously, they're writing this during pandemic time, and you know, yeah. we're still kind yeah. of in it. Uh, so maybe that kind of—I'm thinking that kind of affected things. Like, oh, what if Superman was hobbled I, by this? You know, I've got to. Th- I mean, yes, I think the thought crossed everyone's mind. I, I've got to think it was influenced by that, right? I mean, I know when I took my shirt off after I got diagnosed, that's exactly how I looked. Absolutely ripped, but you know, full of bruises. I remember mm. that. Yeah, I was a little you. uncomfortable that you sent this to me, but I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I was mean? like, are, are you going to do the whole Zoom party <laughs> without a shirt on? <laughs> or could you please put on a shirt? I thought it was the best way to give my bequeathments <laughs> on my way out. <laughs> yeah. You were Mark Wahlberg, and we were all Steve Carell. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> We are all Steve Carell. You want to put a shirt on? They did. Uh, they did repeat a little uh, beat that, that I thought was really successful and really awesome in the uh, fight with uh, Crypto Colossus, where Superman gets knocked down and then the person turns and then from behind him suddenly he rises. But I thought this shot was really cool, even even though I mean because it had the uh, the sunlight beaming through the window behind him mm-hmm. and uh, the mm-hmm. heroic music going and 
So I almost expected him to get knocked back into a ray coming in through the stained glass, look like like a cat laying in the sun for a nap, yeah. and, you know, hitting him nice. directly and then, you know, coming back. But they still managed to keep him down. I mean, he's he's hurting. I mean, he and obviously mm-hmm. I mean, did you guys think when you saw that where is your immediate assumption, oh, it's from inhaling that synthetic kryptonite from last week? I mean, was that where your mind went? For me, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was mine too. Uh, you know, they they put it in the uh, you know previously on Superman and Lois right at the top, right? right. So it, it was <laughs> that top is of true. Mind. I expected something at the top of the episode, like him maybe like out of breath doing something, or you know, just some sort of purview into that instead of sure. drawing us right there at the bank, or maybe even when he was flying, just like slowing down a little bit and then picking back speed up again or I don't know, but they did just sort of drop it on us. But yeah, I mean, obviously that being a crypto weapon and not having any idea how it was going to affect him because it had never been tested. Uh, there's going to be side effects and obviously even more side effects than that. The word is commute, commute, sorry, communicable, <laughs> communicable, <laughs> communicable oh we ha- we're not we're not there yet though no. it's catching i'm, I'm practicing <laughs> it's <laughs> i i mean to answer your question though i i was kind of open to because it really felt like you know at the end of the last episode he's sitting on a gurney talking to sam and he's getting getting himself together and the effects of it were wearing off and i didn't realize that i mean i i saw it as a possibility, but I was also thinking, Ooh, maybe there's something in like the, uh, the ex kryptonite that's affecting Superman or something, you know, something like that, or he's away mm. from the ex kryptonite and all of a sudden he's losing. Pa- I don't know. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Beppo says, uh, that uh, edge, uh, put a massive ad buy into the Smallville Gazette. And I just thought it was funny. It's like, Beppo's like, thinking like yeah this this could affect smallville terribly but boy the, this ad revenue i mean <laughs> i got it i got to capitalize here but. We, we we got our print budget for the next month we're good to go <laughs> yeah I and mean, that's a half page uh yeah yeah it looked like about a quarter but yeah no, yeah <laughs> I got to say, the wall between editorial and advertising is not very strong in this publication. <laughs> yep. That's true. I'm going to go true. ahead and tell you, true for most most publications. All right. <laughs> you would uh, know. Have you heard what happened with uh, Sweet Tooth and Gannett this week? <laughs> <laughs> no. So Sweet Tooth, the DC show on Netflix, had a wraparound on USA Today, which a wraparound's a an ad or a flyer or something that goes around the paper, but it made it look like it was the front page of USA Today, and it was an article about the hybrid babies being born in very small print advertisement. Um, but it looked like the front page of the USA Today, and they were getting dragged for it, absolutely dragged <laughs> for it. Uh, last time I remember they do, doing it was for Back to the Future Day on, in October. Uh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I had no issues with that. But <laughs> <laughs> Or did you have all the issues? <laughs> you bought them off? Somewhere around here. <laughs> so, yeah, Lois says she's going off to make a scene and uh, storms in. And we see the lobbies full of people writing applications. Um, oh, no, she doesn't just say, she's, oh, I'm going to make a scene. <laughs> she's, <laughs> yeah. very, she's so performative about it. I feel like I feel like Chrissy's only uh, role at this point is to constantly just ask Lois, where are you going now? <laughs> <laughs> 
so she steps in on this meeting with the recruits and it's so funny because there's like several average looking people sitting around the table and there's this one bald super buff looking dude <laughs> sitting there like and there's the stunt man <laughs> so i literally called him the stunt man the rest of my notes but uh apparently this character is named jasper towns we'll be seeing him again if mm. you're paying attention boys and girls at home yeah uh and uh i do want to note that he's played by sean stewart he is a stunt man he's also played lots of guard number one and goon number two roles including a security guard in the Smallville episode Labyrinth. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running out of money. Um, <laughs> to be an actor in Vancouver. <sighs> to be in every show that's shot in Vancouver. <laughs> right? Oh, I just want to move there. I just want to go there for that. You want to make it big? No, not necessarily. <laughs> but I well, want to be just... in all of them. Uh, so... This is where Lois and Edge have a bit of a showdown. And Edge is pretty much just like, yeah, I am doing what you think I'm doing. And you're not going to stop me. Uh, feel free to call your super friend. <laughs> I couldn't help but think that this whole thing could have turned out differently if Lois had walked in that office with her phone recording the conversation. Because uh, he admits it. Right. He like, yeah. he like basically admits it. So if, you know, just, you? just the voice memo app would have, or, 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 or you know, uh, from a different point of view, she could have sent herself a voicemail. Yeah, right. And and then she would have gotten killed at the end of season three, um, when when she and her dad walked into a house and it would have blown up. But you know, that's that's fine. Oh boy, you got that change jar it's there. Jar, uh, I think that took a uh, few uh, pennies. Right. Just big <laughs> enough. I got just just my life savings. What's that Bitsy's not in the opening credits for four oh two. Well, well, uh, Superman and Beppo coming to CW. <laughs> Superman and Beppo. You just call it Jordan and Jonathan. Don't put anybody <laughs> with and with Superman except Lois Lane. Uh, and yeah, he's even Super, talking about Superman how, and like, Clark this fall on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're they're the same person? <laughs> He's also talking about like oh this is going to happen just like John Henry I- Irons prophesized. Oh. So, like he's really he knows a lot about what's Dude, going on. Where would you get your information from? Right. You know, it is funny to me that like they're sitting in the diner talking about all this stuff very openly previously in the in the episode with the flyers out and everything. But then I remember Two weeks ago, Leslie is listening to everything that's happening between <laughs> Superman and Irons, you know, in that yeah. showdown. So, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Lois says Superman's nothing like that. And uh, Morgan Edge uh, creepily chuckles and says, I'm excited to find out. Mm. Um, he does next- say, yeah, I, I, the, the whole part about maybe he'll find comfort in more here like him. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, hey. More importantly, Jonathan strikes out, uh, asking Tegan out. Um, this dumb deal. I. There was like this whole buildup of don't get, don't talk to her, don't talk. Like for like a couple episodes, that it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> and then it never gets referenced again. Like <laughs> it was like, oh, she was just. I being just, funny. I just feel like there was supposed to be a payoff or something yeah like i kept waiting for something and it was like oh she was just being nice like i don't 
I don't know. Is this like the middle chapter or the end chapter? There were chapter? episodes worth. I'm sure. Yes, there are probably more too. But there seems like there were episodes worth of referencing, you know, mm. this and then not, and then just because what was the episode? Bef- was it? It was Man of Steel, wasn't it? When when Jordan was at home and she was, Sarah was talking to yeah yeah uh, Jonathan in the hallway and and Jordan never hearing it and but they were talking about originally at one point talking about Tegan and I was like. I felt like we built that up and then just kind of blew it right here. Yeah. I think we're just really getting tired of poor Jonathan getting the wind taken out of his sails again and again. And again. I love Jonathan. So I will adopt him. I, <laughs> that boy, he has just been through it, man. I mean, over and over again. That scene on the couch at the end of last week is mm. as important and as... Oh, as as emotionally draining as that scene was in the therapist, those bookending scenes in the therapist office were. But my God, that scene with Lois and Jonathan on the couch when she embraces him and he's like, "It's okay," when you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, she was she was, you know, facing her trauma and, and and talking to him and explaining why she reacted the way she did. And I just oh, and him being so understanding and just, oh, that poor kid. My heart goes out to him every week through everything he has gone through and it's and obviously he's hit some some boiler plates he's he's hit some moments where he's just absolutely lost it and i know at some point we'll get the inevitable if he doesn't get his own abilities we'll get the the episode where he gets jordan's abilities or right or you know he finds a pack of gum that was left in the mines too long something like that it's like a half penny. That's, is that like a buffalo nickel? I don't even know. What <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the uh, the coaches randomly that's, that's hanging a, out. That's a loony or a toonie. That's a Canadian coin. <laughs> <laughs> the coaches randomly hanging out in the hallway to give him uh, girl advice. <laughs> Just, just, just like what? What just is going waiting, on? <laughs> just waiting to, for, to, to like deploy a perfect watching? burn. Yeah. Why are you watching this? <laughs> and I mean, sorry. Uh, should the uh, one of the teachers, the staff at the school, be like, "Yeah, you got to work on closing that deal." Yeah. <laughs> no. No. What was that? And then, and then on top of it, he calls no. him like QB two. Like he has yeah. to insult him too on top <laughs> of right. being inappropriate. That's a right. double insult or a triple? I don't know. It's like, well, you quit the team insults. and. Uh, Quit the team. I'm going to get him. I'm just going to follow no. him around like a school. <laughs> maybe, you need to better, okay. maybe you need to better yourself in the air fryer a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's coming. I can't wait. Oh, when the coach goes in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, back at home, we already kind of discussed it. Clark gets all the guns out and not the ones that Jonathan has hiding in the barn, but his own. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, he's polka dotted with bruises, which alarms Lois because you know I love doesn't... I love Tyler's Clark. I love Tyler's Clark more than I love Tyler's Superman. But mm. not that I have anything against Tyler's Superman, but I just love how wholesome he is. But Lois, well, oh my God, what happened? He's like, yeah, what did happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> it's like when Melanie's wife is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't treat you like that. Yeah, they shouldn't. <laughs> Mayor. Mayor. Uh, something fishy is up. Do, do you want 
a Best <laughs> Buy <laughs> rewards card? It, 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 was, it was just, he was shocked, but, you know, Ice himself, and she walked in and pointed out the, the you know, the obvious, and he was like, you're right! Something <laughs> is afoot! Uh, it's so funny, one... Once that scene started, I was like, is that CGI? He's got to be CGI at this point. Oh. Like, no, I think that's all him. That's all oh, natural. He's just here to make us all look bad. <laughs> uh, so uh, back at the high school, uh, Jordan uh, ruins a sweet moment by sneezing an ice ball into his hand. <laughs> and he's like, I got allergies. <laughs> so have we gotten four abilities in nine episodes? Is that what <laughs> right. Strength, heat vision, hearing, and now, and now this, and now this. This yeah. is a different like depiction of the ice, you know, ice breath, super breath, whatever you want to call it. We've right. never seen. Like I've never, you know, the sneeze was like a yeah. cute, a cute little, like a really cool little yeah uh, change. A yeah. Little, when, when he started looking like it. he was going to sneeze, I really did expect to be like this big, you know, obviously. Okay, more change uh you know the gigantic explosion of a sneeze rather than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take down a barn maybe <laughs> i did like that it was a sneeze that started it obviously that that whether that's an homage or not that mm. uh, that's a fun way to do it i, like I thought it would have been funny if if he had sneezed at first and that's what closed jonathan's locker <laughs> <laughs> That's good. They didn't ask me. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Jordan uh, uh, radios Clark in, and they go back home. And, uh, yeah, Clark's like uh, the bioweapon caused, caused him to get sick, and it's uh, communicable. Communicable. I would have loved – never would have happened. I would have loved if Clark had walked in the hallway still shirt off with that ice bag. And <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's like, what happened? He's like, yeah, what did happen? <laughs> What I would have loved, I, I would have loved it if if he was already icing it with peas, as a as a tie to to later with uh, uh, Sam's holding Sam. it against his face. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not kidding though. I would have liked it if if he was. Yeah, he was not those peas. peas. And, yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. But if if Lois came in and was like, "Oh yeah, use the peas because like that that'll you know that's oh, better right. than ice." Like, I would have liked you that. Go ahead it. and have them thawed for dinner quicker. Uh, that too. <laughs> That too, just microwave it with his eyes, or or put it in the air fryer. Put it in the air fryer, flying peas. So yeah, Jordan's like, "How long were you sick for, Dad?" And jo- and Lois says, "Your dad has never ha- been sick a day in his life, ever." So there's nothing to judge this on because it seems that Clark's Clark's better. He had his, uh, you know, Mexican standoff, super then, asthma. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's better. I guess I don't know. Kryptonian COVID. Yeah, yeah. Kobe with a K. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, Sam comes in. Sam looks genuinely like I did not mean for this to happen. Um, but Lois is understandably upset with him. Um, yeah, there's more stuff with Sarah, Jonathan, yada, yada, yada. Uh, <laughs> Lana is... Uh, talking to Emily and Emily is uh, talking about a process, but realizes Lana hasn't gotten the process yet. So maybe she shouldn't talk to her about it. Um, and it sure looks like that opening tease is happening to Lana. And we're like, Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he does say, I have a, you know, an offer for you. And 
and it kind of cuts away. Hmm. I thought it was Emily, and then I thought it was Lana. Mm-hmm. I, I just they, they, I I fell for still it. wrong, weren't you? I was. And I fell for it. Um, totally didn't I, even think I about thought, it. I thought. I I texted both of you a few days ago saying I think it would be more interesting to me if Kyle was X before this episode ever aired. <laughs> and so I was, they've been building toward this with Kyle, especially after the quote unquote betrayal of Lana saying that edge didn't want you. Mm-hmm. Leslie saying, you know, we're sad that you turned us down. Yeah. So we knew this was coming. I mean, there was yes. there, the writing on the wall was there for that, of course, but I just thought it would take longer. Yeah, that seemed more like a end of the season kind of thing. Yep. But obviously, they, yeah, so they, much of this stuff not, seems like an edge of this. End of well, the that's that's the thing, and then in some ways, it feels like, and a lot of that's due to that positive COVID case and having to shut down and be on hiatus for like what nine weeks. It's well, yeah, but it's, it's felt dragged out to a degree. That's true, but but also there are certain like there's a lot of things in the show that would be a finale level reveal ten years ago. That, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Captain yeah, Luther being John Henry Irons, you know, things like that could have been a season finale like twist. Oh, that that ending doing that epi- that in that ending epi- nine episodes in was... this this episode. Ah. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Could be a season finale. Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle's reveal could be a midseason finale thing. You know, three, 10 years ago, three major twists years ago, three major twists and three episodes. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, twist we anticipated or at least two of the twists we anticipated but 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 all of it sooner than you might expect oh yeah absolutely uh so back in the kent home uh jordan's getting worse and um uh he ends up sneeze freezing (laughs) he sneeze freezes his lamp says don't turn that on and uh then uh collapses and sam is very surprised to see suddenly clark shooting into the sky with jordan I'll call you back. <laughs> uh, and this is when Lois comes out and gives him F a real gives him his marching orders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, and I mean this nothing against Dill. I mean just nothing against the the portrayal or anything. I Sam has been one of the weaker links of the series to me and not in the performance or anything like that. But obviously it's just, how do you continually bring in that character week to week when they have lowered the stakes as much as they have in Smallville, but Sam's got to die, right? Like that's <gasps> no, I, I have to agree with you. I yeah. have to think he has to sacrifice himself at some point. Yeah. Nope. For either I know boys, for either the boys or for Clark, but I, the family boys, boys, <laughs> what a boy! <laughs> um, I I just I have to think that that shining moment has got to be coming. For uh, him to... That's that's the only way I see this character sort of redeeming himself, right? He he, he is doing so many unlikable things, and for Sam Lane, Sam Lane is always a morally gray character. But I, I'll say that I at least like this Sam Lane more than I've liked most sure. Sam Lanes. He's, he's softer than, than, you know, a Michael Ironside or, yes. you, know, you know, that kind of thing. But of what you would expect rigid and especially different than the original portrayal of him in season 
one of Supergirl, who never yeah, showed yeah. Again, and then obviously has not been recast. No. Where's Lucy? Um, but I <laughs> thought the same thing. At one point in this episode, Sam calls Lois his little girl. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, you have two. You got two of those, right? Anybody seen that Omega Hedron? Yeah, that Where? too. Okay. Listen, you always you gotta you gotta work you gotta play them if you're a dad you gotta play them against each other oh my like, god you know, you're just like, whoa, whoa. Like, no no you're my little girl well dad robin's, said i'm his little girl robin's parenting podcast is really dark <laughs> you're not gonna like it anyway lucy lane is on the rookie now so uh <laughs> we won't see her for a while unless they recast her there's, as well which i can see superman isn't he oh yeah that's true yeah got brandon Ralph. that's true yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very unlikable, Brandon Ruth. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not like Chuck season three, unlikable. Like really dark. <laughs> no, like yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Lois tells him once this is over, I want you to leave and never come back. You're not welcome. Like I was like, wow, that. But I mean, her kid's life is now in danger. You know, yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. just Clark. I do love that, and this is another thing I love about this Sam Lane. He leaves the house, but he's still sitting in his car the rest <laughs> yeah. of the episode, like keeping watch outside. Like he yeah. loves mm-hmm. his family and he loves his grandchildren and he loves Clark. I truly believe he loves Clark. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, he's he's got his own way of showing it. I believe that too. It, it is a little more disappointing because the, you said it before, Derek, that he is, we're seeing a softer side of Sam Lane with this portrayal than we have seen before. And it kind of makes it more disappointing when he chooses the wrong thing. Yes, because you're like, oh my god, don't don't do stupid stuff. <laughs> you don't. know he knows better. Yes. You know that he knows better. Um, and, and so it's all the more disappointing. He's he is. genuinely he is. sorry he for is. what has transpired. But he also, at the same time, he does know, he tells Jonathan, you know, on the porch later, he's like, you haven't seen the yeah. things I've seen, the things I've seen before, and the things I have to prepare for. But one thing I hate, and I guess it's, I don't know if it's because of the plot line we are invested in right now or not, but at some point, can you not say, we know there are other crypt- other Kryptonians have been on Earth. We know that General, mm. that, that General Zod has been on this yeah. Earth. We know that Supergirl has been on this Earth. We know about the Daxamite. Like, can you not say at some point, it's not for Superman. It's for any <laughs> other threat yeah, I, that yes. might come from the stars. That that thought crossed my mind like, too. Just and I say thought that, that to your grandchildren to at least assuage them a little bit to you know right. make them feel uh, a little better about you having weapons that could kill their dad. Just say at some point it's not for him. It's for all the other ones. Yeah. I know, and and this is where I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm I I can't. I mean, was it was it his fault that one of his people? was possessed and then broke into their weapons closet and nobody was supposed to be taking stuff out of and then got into a fight with Superman and infected it. It really... I I think it it was more about... They were less mad about Rossetti and more upset about him having developed that weapon and kept it a secret from them. But it's like, do you... This guy, this this Superman, yes, we know he's the awesome, friendly, would never hurt anybody, uh, yada, yada. But also, it's like, do you do you just go, okay, well, we'll, the, we'll trust everything to him. Like, that's it. We're, <laughs> I know, but we're, try telling that to his wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in a – I give him credit because he is in a difficult spot. 
his role in the American government and, you know, in the, in the, in the army is to be that, but mm-hmm. it's also, I mean, here's, here's where the gray area happens. I mean, at some level he has, he's, he has to be biased in a place where he needs to be unbiased. He, he right. shouldn't have that bias because Superman, quite frankly, shouldn't be, he shouldn't be in that position if Superman is his right. son-in-law, but is he in that position not because Superman is his son-in-law, but because he needs to be in that position because Superman is his son-in-law. In, a, in another world, yeah. not parallel Earths or anything like that, you would have to question whether or not you would feel right about being in that role and having a Kryptonian in your family. Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest, but also at the same time, I need to be here because of that. I need to be on the ground floor of these threats and obviously that's not why he's in that position or in that role that's not why he got that rank in the military but it's not a bad place to be at the same time it's it's why he's not leaving it like he knows he has a conflict of interest but but he has to let that conflict of interest exist in order not to reveal the secret clark's secret um and he also knows that like if anyone is equipped to stop any you know potential uh, uh, back burner remote possibilities. I'm the one positioned to do that, and he obviously has no problem telling Superman no, or you know, mm. getting in his face a little bit. So, yeah, I I really have enjoyed the performance. I've just the only, and I go back to where I said he's been the weakest link is because I don't see how you continually weave him into the thread of what they've developed here without there being some sacrifice on some level. <laughs> I think I there's a bench he... with Sam's name on it, you know. <laughs> We've lost all the other elders, uh, you know, in their I, I really think like if anything well, Yeah, when Krypton but... blew up, it went they went <laughs> But you know, in the uh, the Kent Lane family, you know. Um Oh yeah, no, no. I mean I, I, I love that he's on the show. I don't want to see him gone. Yeah. But the way they've utilized him, I can only see an outcome in which he goes out in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. I would prefer it that we. Good. I would prefer it that. I mean, yes, that would be amazing. But also, I I like the idea of these boys have a grandpa, you know. And uh, I also would think maybe it'd be interesting to see maybe uh, the government is like, yeah, you know what, you are too close to Superman. Like, so we're going to put yeah. somebody else in charge of this, yeah. and you've been demoted or reassigned or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how much you want to read into this, but when we saw. Captain Luther slash John's flashback to his earth. Sam Lane did go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. Fighting the bad guy. Quite literal blaze. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's meant to be foreshadowing or indicative of how anything might play out in this earth. Yeah. If that was intentional, but we have seen that. So that was a blaze of optic discharge. If I remember correctly. Um, uh, so anyway, meanwhile at the Fortress of Solitude, uh, we have meanwhile the... <laughs> at the Fortress of Solitude, <laughs> uh, we have the voice of Jarrell uh, talking about how yeah Jordan's lungs are filling with liquid, uh, and because his insides are being cooled with his newfound ability, pretty much his lungs are going to freeze solid unless they get the kryptonite kryptonite out of him. Um, so yeah, Clark has to hold his son 
as the fortress lights him up with lasers. It's a cave rave. I I did feel like I did feel like um, the fact. <laughs> you thinking Clark should maybe hold his son and and light him up with his own no. heat vision? Well, well, no. I'm like, why was it like? lasers of intense beams of intense heat at at like points of his butt like his head and so why mm. wasn't it like just like ambient heat why was it these like yeah these lasers that are focused on your face and so your here's and your... here's what i thought was gonna happen here's a guy and, and i don't know if i have to put a dollar in the a full dollar in the jar for this i expected like a like a ice cave to come up that he was gonna sean have to kelvin go... what i know i was expecting full-on superman too like I thought oh. he was gonna have to go inside and like. Oh no! He was. Oh, that's fine. not a. That's he not a jar. Fine. That's a shoebox. He There's was a whole shoebox. While we, while we were all, you know, out here, we we were getting that. You know, I was fully expecting an homage to Superman too. Wow. Um, I, my not, mind didn't go there, but I respect and, that. And not the light show that we got. <laughs> yeah. It felt so bad for him. He's screaming. Uh, <laughs> like the poor kid was screaming. He's in agony. So. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, it was like Leslie at the beginning of the episode. It's not going to hurt a bit. You'll be fine, son. You'll be fine. <laughs> I know exactly. That, that's the other thing. I was thinking of the parallel between Emily Fan and <laughs> Jordan Kent. Uh, meanwhile, at the Kent home, uh, Lois is upset. And we saw this in the trailer. The Lois kind of yelling at Jonathan, like, why, why is it so hard to keep you safe? And uh, we were thinking, oh, gosh, Jonathan got into trouble again. <laughs> right. But that's that's what it sounded like from the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. I this was a, this is a weird scene because I almost think that they kind of wrote it to the trailer to kind of put us off because it's like Jonathan wasn't doing anything. Like she's like, oh, like you, as in both of you. That's what I mean by you. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, to me, you know, to me, it, it read more like you know she was just last week. She was which who know how however many couple of days that ago that was. Yeah she was talking to Jonathan about this and now her other son is in mortal danger. Like, it's just, right. why is it hard to keep my children? Why can't my children just be safe after knowing now that, that the trauma she's been through, it makes sense that it would carry through to like any time her children are in jeopardy. Yeah. She would, she would feel this way. And especially because her children are like in constant mortal danger <laughs> since they found out their father is Superman. It seems, um, it it stands to reason that she would that would carry through and she would like feel this way every time. That'd right. be a boring show if right. they just moved to Smallville and nothing happened. <laughs> just cuts uh, to like Lois and Jonathan like on the couch with like a bag of popcorn. What do you want to watch? Or like Netflix is like, are you still watching The Crown? And they're like, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is another nice, nice little touching scene between the two of them saying he's like, it's all a part of being a super family and gives her and then says dad's going to figure it out. He always does. Which I, I kind of loved. I um, love it. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan. God, I love Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the talent show and Emily has saved a couple seats for Lana and Kyle. And it's like, oh, we can. It's like, oh, maybe this is this is the not totally possessed Emily. She's here. Still, seeing. still takes a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Lana, of course, kind of throws this off a little bit. I don't know if it threw you guys off. She's like, oh, well, Morgan I, Edge explained everything to me. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what to think when they left us in, in his office when we cut off from there. It was like, is she, I, I expected a lot more threatening 
of <laughs> no, you need to quit snooping around or anything. It was like you just let her go. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, thought when I heard Emily that exchange with Emily when Lana said like, "Oh, he told me everything." I took it as like, "Oh, she's playing the long game," and she's like, yes. "Yep, I'm in she's, now." She's pulling so now, the lowest. She's pulling the lowest. Yes, and acting like she knows everything. So now you'll tell me what I need to know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I understand it, but why don't you just tell me to make sure you understand? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Explain it for these guys. Yeah. So yeah, Sarah is introduced. Of course, there's no Jordan. Nobody bothered to text Sarah. <laughs> hey, uh, so Jordan's not going to make it. <laughs> Thanks for the backup, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, I'll go find him. <laughs> also, I like how Sarah Sarah said in like in practically the same breath, oh, he left an hour ago, and then she says he ghosted me. I'm like, it was an hour ago. That's not ghosted. Come on. It's an va- hour. That's a vapor. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the slogan of the talent show. It's an hour. Um, I don't know about you, and of course I wasn't on last week, but I would have enjoyed that moment a whole lot more if she got up there waiting for Kyle Kyle didn't show, and then all of a sudden the piano just starts playing, and it was it was Jordan at the piano. Oh! Instead, instead of having that 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 beforehand conversation of I can do it, if he knowing that he was terrified of of doing that with the anxiety and her waiting up there in in you know in anguish, and then just all of a sudden Jordan sitting at the piano, that's what I fully expected to happen. <laughs> and then you know that that ultimately wasn't it, but. No, he's screaming in the North Pole right now. That's fine. He's, <laughs> he's singing gonna, his own song. He's trying to be his best self. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when she, it was almost, it's almost as if like Kyle has super speed because he was sitting in the audience and now he's suddenly off stage with his guitar, <laughs> fully tuned, ready to go. That's fine. Some okay. some random kid's guitar, yeah. I assume. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Johnny. Takes the guitar. I don't know why this was, guitar says this machine kills boomers, but whatever. Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. Geez. Wow. Angry kids. Kyle. Uh, dude, this machine kills fascists. That is uh, yeah, okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I was trying to make it yeah, so the kids yeah, would. Fine. Maybe, you know, maybe it was Tag's guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> trying to make, I was like, Tag's guitars, music, Tag. No Tag's now. That isn't too obscure. Uh, anyway, so uh, Sarah happily performs her song. We've heard it already, but, you know, it's still sweet. A nice little sweet moment with Kyle. Uh, she runs off stage and hugs him. So I was like, oh, okay, they're giving Kyle a win. That's cool. You know, Did anybody expect a different song? Was it just me? It was like, <laughs> oh, we're doing, the, we're doing it again? We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the fact that, you know, that last week, we sat through it. Not not that it's bad. She's a fantastic singer, and I love the performance. Right. Two weeks back to back, I was surprised. I don't think there was an extended cut this week. <laughs> last week was. I think there was. Yeah. Oh, there was there. Yeah, we know there what it was, was one. Yeah, I I I've only seen the extended cut, so I don't know I don't what know it was missing. Right. So, but last week. week's extended cut well, was the scene between Sam and and Superman talking about Natalie, and I was like, uh, really, we left that out. Like that was that's an important Im- scene. That's important. Wow. I was a little shocked by that. Same. Yeah. It probably would have been cool if uh what if Sarah started singing and like Em and Otter junk comes out <laughs> <laughs> Jug Band. <laughs> oh my god, they're putting the songs together. Perfect. I was Perfect. more thinking if Sarah was singing and Tegan came out. Oh. Uh-huh. 
the boy is mine i don't know <laughs> uh so yeah um that next we have our that porch scene where jonathan's talking to grandpa asking why he'd build weapons to hurt his dad and sam again is like you know i can't i'm going horse explaining this over and over again but <laughs> I got everything. This is can we my just job. Gather Here, everybody right. together so I can yeah. announce this one time. I'm gonna say it once. You yeah. want me on that wall? You need me on the wall? Yada yada yada. I did order the code green. Okay. Uh, and then Jonathan's like, I could never be scared of my family. And um, and he's like, Well, you haven't seen the things I have. And Jonathan's like, Yeah, but in the end, it wouldn't matter. I'd still trust my family, and you'd still be a coward. <laughs> Which this was wow. Sam got Sam was over the rakes this week. <laughs> he really did. I I just have to say again as a, as a long time like you know f- fan of and 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 reader of the comics and everything like Jonathan like like Jonathan Kent the second calling Sam Lane a coward <laughs> is is he's, that's something I could hear. Jonathan Kent the first saying to Sam Lane. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. But not something I could ever hear Clark saying to him. Like it's the kind of thing it's the kind of thing where like you always want to say it but you you can't it's not your place it's not respectful like it's it but it's satisfying when when someone else can step in and say it for you. It's it's that kind of a thing where it's like Jonathan in in a way can get away with it because his, his grandfather's always going to forgive him but like if Clark it it would not be cool it wouldn't fly Mm-mm. yeah and this again was another scene that i was i saw in the trailer and i thought oh so this is when sam wins jonathan over and That's like, what we're, I thought too. We're, we're more alike than you think you and i are <laughs> yada 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 but <laughs> but no it didn't quite go that way and um uh, i i did see uh a, a comment on twitter uh as i was doing the live tweet and just to kind of like remind you, like this is the Jonathan that has seen that video of his father <laughs> evil killing his mother. That's uh, right. Yeah. He's seen this and, and hasn't shared it with anybody. Right. And here he is like still kind of defending it. Like, I, you know, it's very interesting. Well, it also <laughs> was a very remembering that I didn't, I didn't honestly think about it right there, Robin, but I'm, I'm with you, but I did think about it in a scene coming up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that well, you said a minute ago, the guns. Yeah, like that was when when he Clark's guns. The reveal, the reveal. No, the other guns, oh. the solar guns. When he ah. revealed that he had kept them, I was like, <sighs> to have that on, yeah, him and, and know the knowledge that only he has, other than yeah. than than irons. It's just, ugh. I know. Oh, so, I love Jonathan so much. Is he is he shaming? Is he shaming grandpa, but also like going, oh, you know, <laughs> I've got my own stash. And <laughs> I mean, you're right, grandpa. We aren't so different, you and I. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back at the talent show now, Emily's daughter, Avery, sings. But strangely, uh, Emily gets a, we hear the, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a Was curly. Was that curly or curly <laughs> Joe? Okay. <laughs> Gonna do that edit with this episode yes. over now. <laughs> Gonna have to take that video, I believe. <laughs> Just time it so you hear the whoop, 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 and then it says, hey, Mo, and then Superman turns his head, huh? <laughs> I'm a guy. I don't, I don't judge. 
<laughs> but yeah, Emily's getting the call and walks out. And Lana and Sarah know, like, well, that's, that's weird. Kyle's like, I'm going to go see what's wrong. And uh, I expected him to get, you know, put down, <laughs> really beat up. Uh, but no. Um, meanwhile, Leslie's like, hey, I saw the news. Uh, Superman didn't, you know, had a hard time with that bank heist. And uh, um, he's like, yeah, I, I, that's why I activated a couple of my subjects. And not to take down Superman, but to take down the one he protects. And then Leslie's like, <laughs> I always love, Le- I mean, she's not as um, over about it as that, but uh, I do love uh, a nice smirk from uh, Leslie. <laughs> I do. Um, back to the fortress. I love to hate her so much. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. The pain's finally done for Jordan. He collapses crying in Clark's arms. Oh, there's more on that a little bit later. We just have to kind of buy, buy that. Uh, you know, Clark's indisposed with uh, Jordan while other things are going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam's waiting in the truck. Says he hasn't tested the prototype. You yet. might even say they're on ice. Mm. Oof. Uh. The ice is going to break. Oh um. Walking, really? <laughs> I don't know. He brought the ice into it. What was I supposed to go with Schwarzenegger? Uh, <laughs> ice to me. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is a creepy shot where like Sam's sitting in the truck and all of a sudden we see two silhouettes kind of walk up to the porch. It's like, hmm? <laughs> and what a long walk it takes. <laughs> yeah, we get a whole scene. Like with a Jeff. full two minutes before there's a <laughs> knock at the door. Seriously. Yes. I had to go over their notes. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, Lana kind of calls, you know, not really warning, but saying, oh, Emily left. Really weird. Uh, and then knock at the door. Jonathan goes and answers. And and to me, I was kind of like, Lois, like, who do you think is knocking at the door? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, but she lets Jonathan answer it. And it's uh, it's Emily Fan and the stuntman. Uh <laughs> Who, uh, yeah, that kitchen's going to need some repairs. Jeez. That, I mean, all the way be, into the other room. I'm also going to be mad if we see those two characters again next week and they don't have, they're not sick mm. themselves. Ah, uh, yeah. At least they, at least, they, they wouldn't do that. Come at on. least, at least do it right if you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Be consistent. <laughs> yeah. Be consistent. But yeah, if you notice that the heat vision like rips through the wall and into the other room, that like they really mess up yeah, the house. It cut the wall in half. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give them one thing. Heat vision is powerful on this show. Yeah. yeah. Powerful. And red. Thank God. Uh, uh, so uh yeah, Emily grabs the ELT, not this time. And uh hmm. and they're both about to finish off Lois and Jonathan, but then Crypto Smoke bursts into the kitchen and Sam did you not learn anything about <laughs> that in the house you brought it to the it's in the house, house? okay like, so he's are... on the phone and we're talking to somebody and he le- looks over at the suitcase and he's like nope haven't had time to try that he's like what well what's that what yeah <laughs> you had the gun the the canister gun too he was talking to his daughter and his grandson apologizing mm-hmm. knowing full well <laughs> there was a gun of the stuff 
in the car. I, just, I, don't, I don't blame him too much because Clark did tell him at the end of the last episode Irons might be right. That Edge is building an army. I guess, but he brought it to the house, Derek. Well, he brought it in the car. He didn't bring it in the house. Well, he did ultimately bring it ultimately, in the house. Ultimately. I mean, he brought it to the house. Like, in just the in car. case. It was in the car. And he does say, I, I wasn't sure what he was talking because he says, he says, oh, I haven't tested the prototype. I didn't think anybody would be too willing right now. I almost thought like he had some sort of, uh, you know, experimental cure for extraction. For yeah, something yeah, something. I, yeah. I thought he would have an antidote. No, nope, just another gun. Yeah, but why would he say that? Like, yeah, oh, so I know. Yeah, Clark yeah. will let me try it on him. <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Who? <laughs> so uh, Jonathan rushes uh, his mom to the barn while Grandpa keeps the two uh, crypto clones uh, uh, busy. And uh, and pulls out of one of one of John Henry Irons' rifles from under the floorboards, and uh, <laughs> I swear Lois be like, "How many floorboards in this barn open up to <laughs> hidden things?" Hmm. Well, I wondered when he said we need to get to the barn. My mind didn't go to the guns. For some reason, my mind went to the ship. Oh, I I, I expected. I thought like, he thought he was going to use the, tr- the the ship. I thought he thought he was going to use the ship for something. Yeah, I thought the ship will protect. I don't know why I thought that because there's been no indication of that whatsoever. But I didn't know what. I mean, I my thought is get in the car, but obviously they're Kryptonian. They're or half Kryptonian. That whatever they are, they're they they could catch up with him. The ship is the one thing we always know is in the barn. That that's why like right. our, our minds go there. Yeah, and the router. Well, obviously. Double <laughs> Wi-Fi. Hey. Going back to that other show there, that's where the dial-up connection was. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of steel pipes hanging for some reason. I don't know. Um, but yeah, suddenly Kyle shows up and it, in my brain immediately was just like, I, okay, show they're going to, they're going to make it like Kyle followed Emily all the way there. Like, come on. <laughs> I was so, I was so dumb. Uh, no, no. He, well, you know, so at first I thought the guy walking up the staircase was Kyle. I didn't think it was Baldy. No offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I hey. <laughs> pull the splinter out of my the log out of my eye before I get the splinter out of yours. Nice. Um, <laughs> no, I, I thought that was Kyle uh, and Emily coming up the steps uh, at first. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised when he walked in that it, that it wasn't Kyle. Uh, and then obviously was not surprised when Kyle showed up in the barn. Right. Uh, so yeah, meanwhile, you know, Sam gets taken out, uh, by Emily and yeah, the stuntman really wants to kill him, but, <laughs> uh, Emily says targets first. Um, so, uh, yeah, we go to the fortress real quick and we just, uh, unfortunately it's right in the middle of all the action, but uh, this is, this is a sweet scene. Like, you know, Jordan's like, I know what kryptonite feels like now. And then it just kind of stops Clark in his tracks and he kind of breaks down and apologizes. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a hard thing to watch. It was he, when he had to gather his thoughts and yeah, that was, I mean, he, Jonathan Kent never knew, you know, Jonathan Kent never knew what it was like to be Clark, never knew, the things that Clark had to go through and had to had to face, but he was always, always there for him. And, and Clark knows, and and to see his son subjected to the same thing, to see Jordan subjected to the same thing that Clark has been—that's a that's a CT, not a KT—is uh, just yeah, that was that was a heavy moment. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it, very sweetly, uh, you know, um, Jordan says, you know, that, well, Clark says, you didn't ask for this. And Jordan's like, I didn't. And neither did you. So it's like, you know, <laughs> um, kind of the same thing. But yeah. Um, then suddenly they both hear the ELT and I swear the both of them took off together. <laughs> We're so close to that, that the, the two of them flying together, but uh, kind of Clark grabs him and they take off. Mm-hmm. So back at the barn. That's what um, I do whenever I hear about a BLT. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dinner. Okay. Um, I can eat. <laughs> we going to Victoria Mays after this. Nice. Um, Kyle is nicely asking Jonathan for the gun. Hey, give me the gun, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Emily and the stuntman zoom in and Jonathan blasts them both. Go, Jonathan. Uh, but then and Kyle's like, oh, you're pretty good with that gun. And then heat visions the rifle out of his hand. I'm better. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And then grabs him both by the neck. So... Uh, yeah, I texted you both the other day and said that, or did I just text you, Robin? I can't remember. And said if if we're inhabiting, if we're having Kryptonians inhabit people, I I, I would have thought if they were going the General Zod route, that that that's the that's what they would have done. Uh, given, given, given the given the the rift between Kyle and the Kents. To, to make him someone that would really have a rift between him and Clark. Sure. Um so I don't I don't know. We didn't we we didn't really he still kind of seemed like Kyle versus the other ones didn't you know, Emily and then didn't seem like themselves. That still seemed like Kyle to me. <laughs> uh <laughs> like, in control yeah. of the moment. And obviously later we he says he doesn't know what happened. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that that was it. It was a surprise, but I only that it happened as soon as it did. I yeah, think the surprise for me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Those red eyes look scary. I, I mean, Kyle is looking pretty freaky. <laughs> they were like really like to be clear. Yeah, this is heat vision yeah. coming from Kyle. Just yeah. I mean, usually an alcoholic's pretty yellow eyed, but we're gonna give you a full on <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Evil. And then, yeah, it's, it, uh, and he says that he, he wants, uh, Morgan told him that he wanted Lois to suffer before dying. So it sounds like he's about to kill. Yeah. He, he turns to Jonathan and that's when his eyes turn red. That super scary. Um, but then Superman flies in and just knocks him right out of there. <laughs> uh, and then he, and then Superman comes back into the barn, turns around and, but, oh, everybody's gone. They're gone. Okay, sure. So that's what that feels like. The other two are gonna, the other two are gonna go have a cold for a little while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is this is. So reminds me of the post crypto colossus fight at the hotel. Oh, he's gone. Oh, okay. That's fine. What? What? (laughs) And the the machine (laughs) didn't going, but did he go back for the machine? Oh, the machine was gone. Yeah, Yeah, all of it. I just seems very shortcutty. Yeah. All right, so we have the aftermath. Uh, Sam is there. All his men are there processing uh, the Kent farm. 
and we have a bag of frozen peas and a little talk between uh, uh, dad and his little girl, his only little girl, right? Uh, evidently. Of all the things for crisis to tide pin away, I wasn't expecting Lucy Lane. <laughs> oh, um, you get you get an extra son, but we're going to take a daughter. We're going to take a sister away from the Yikes. Daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. Um, <laughs> I thought this was nice, and I'm I'm really kind of I, I was like, oh man, they're gonna let this because I don't I don't think I don't think Lois is Sam thinks that Lois is like, oh, uh, still when this is all over, you need to leave. I think this is a yeah. definite makeup between them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, couldn't let them hurt the, my grandson. The stakes are higher than they were a couple hours ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna. Have, uh, we're only gonna be stronger together, El Mayara, uh, <laughs> than, uh, than apart. Uh, yeah, we can live together, or die alone. Yeah. Um, or live but, long enough to see yourself become. <laughs> you only live twice, really. Um, but yeah, I I do love that Sam. Just you know, obviously, this is not going to patch everything up. Uh, for their entire relationship, but he does. It's like everything you said was true. I wasn't there to protect you like a parent should. Um, and uh, Lois is like, "Oh, you were tonight." So, so he says that uh, Lois, the boys, Clark, Smallville. That's my priority now. He's staying. So, uh, the military is moving in. We'll, we'll kind of see that in the trailer, but I don't know, spoiler anything. And Lois says the war that irons predicted is about to happen might be might be happening so we're just cool with him bringing more kryptonite gas into the house fine that's, that's fine. fine okay yeah 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 cool, cool. i see sam sam stumbling out of the kent home as superman walks out and he's this crypto smoke flowing behind me do not go in there <laughs> Woo! Woo! you're gonna need to stay in the barn for a few nights <laughs> Uh, the boys have a chat up in, got, up in their we room. Got, we got surf pro coming in. We'll take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, this is when Jordan actually calls the weapons. He says weapons, uh, that Jonathan has and calls them solar weapons. So we didn't hear this name at all, but, uh, what is that even like they're solar powered? They have the power of the sun. They're red, red. I took it as I mean they're they're red sun weapons. That's how I took it too, but that's not the that's not what they looked like. <laughs> they were red, weren't they? You know? Kyle knows all about red solar weapons. You know, he doesn't call them weapons; he calls them uh, sustenance. Wow, I made a red solo reference. God, reference. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, this is another thing that they kind of just dropped. They're like, oh, yeah, solar weapons. <laughs> like, Jonathan didn't open up the cupboard in the RV and skates in and say, ah, solar weapons, all in front of you, Captain Luther. Um, so, uh, and then, yeah, we get a little description about what uh, ice breath is. And it's like having a piece of wintergreen gum in your mouth at all times. Do you guys think that would be awesome or get annoying after a while? I kind of think that'd be awesome, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out when he kisses Sarah. Five mm. <laughs> <Drive> gum. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, they're 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 like, well, what are we going to tell Sarah? I mean, the soldiers are now looking for Emily and Kyle, so they got to say something to her. And they try texting Sarah, but of course she ignores it because she's mad at Jordan. And that's when Kyle comes in and basically is tell after Sarah's sent away. After Sarah's like, "Are you drunk?" <laughs> uh, uh, he swears he's not drinking. He says, something happened to me. I was at the performance. I blacked out. I woke up in a field outside of town with hurt ribs. <laughs> so did, did Superman knock him clear across? <laughs> knock the wind out of him. <laughs> and it's like, they're gone because I knocked him into the, into Granville. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that may, I mean, that makes the point of not being fully, you know, what Human. is going to be. Yeah. And then that's the other thing. I mean, it's like you've got – is Kyle going to turn completely or is it going to get to – is there an undo button on that machine? Right. Yeah. And we you know, we find out at the beginning of the episode it does take a, a couple days for full assimilation. So, And then we see the flashback and we uh, the, the smiling Morgan Edge is greeting oh, Kyle. It's Kyle. It's that's Kyle the whole time. So – and he didn't I, think it was weird that he was in a machine being cooked from the inside <laughs> out. That didn't come up at any point. Okay, fine. Can he's you barbecue with this thing? He was used to, you know, he's used to high temps. Yeah. Man, I could really grill on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, I for a while was nursing the theory that perhaps Beppo is one of the. One of the crypto ghosted people. I mean, after Rossetti, I think all bets were off. I think that was the moment you were like, I don't know who is at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I haven't seen anything that would really say otherwise. Yeah. You know, uh, it's always possible. It really does. I mean, unless Morgan Edge really wants uh, Clark and Lois to put it together. This phone call where she's like, I went through all the background info we did yeah. with the, the process went through the, and found this Irma Sayers and David, David Fugelstad or Leslie Lar and uh, Crypto Colossus. <laughs> and the <laughs> and biggest said, twist of the episode, Leslie's real name being Irma. That's, I mean, that Irma. was the biggest shock of, of the yeah. And we yeah. all know that Beppo's not Kryptonian. Beppo's going to end up being Lois. I mean, that's how these things work. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. She's meant to be with Clark. Totally. <laughs> Destiny. Hark. Soulmate. <laughs> I'm going to empty my wallet into the jar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- I didn't Google this, but I'm looking at it now. It seems like there's an Irma Sayers in comics, but I'm not quite seeing. I'm sorry. I'm researching on the fly. I'm not. I'm not familiar. Uh, Superboy number 15, 1951. One of the characters in the the comic book is Irma Sayers, who uh, show up, is one of Clark Kent's old classmates. That is a deep cut. Deep cut. Deep cut. She is a Smallville resident because, as you said, and we find out, it's both- only working on Smallville residents. Right. I thought it was interesting, odd, even, that 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 
Clark didn't know either of those names, didn't know either <laughs> of those people. Like, it seems like yeah. it's a pretty small town and everyone knows everybody. Everyone certainly seems to know I the guess Kents. they were younger. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. They're younger. Was, I, was younger. That's all I could figure is that they graduated a different year. But still. She was a freshman who knew her senior. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know any of those. Well, he left. The... I don't know who, when he left Martha on the bench. He seemed pretty young. But yeah, yeah. Those she those two were on like the bench. Five. <laughs> so yeah lois and clark work together on putting the pieces together Derek powell was from uh new carthage rena rossetti metropolis we look at the yearbook clark's got the yearbook out he looks like david and irma's you know cute little kid picks and i just wanted to note i always look up the names uh, that's why i was surprised i didn't look up irma sayers but uh in the yearbook, there are some cute kid pictures of a Katie Johnston. A, a, so, so Katie Johnston works at the art department coordinator Slade Young. He was on the uh, sign-up sheet for the talent show last week. Here he is again in the yearbook. He's the prop master. So he's going to look for that name, Slade Young. I think it's going to – and honestly, the picture they had for Slade, I swear they uh, that's Slade's actual picture because uh, full-grown Slade looks, looks like a little bit of a grown-up of that young kid. Uh, Jessica fish is another name in their art, art direction. Beatrix Schalk art department, uh, Joseph Nimpton art department buyer. And then Brock Smith, which was, is not somebody that works in Superman and Lois, but that's the name of a purple strong guy, DC villain who, uh, whose villain name is blockbuster. And, uh, trust me when I tell you this blockbuster is the villain. Uh, so anyway, return, return your tapes, boys and girls. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind. Rewind. No mm. late fees. No, you're going to own that, that DVD and you're going to keep it. And thank you for the $50. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Lois, uh, is, you know, they're processing like, uh, what did Derek say? Like, he said he was already dead and the powers were, his powers were fritzing. Uh, but, uh, David and Leslie's powers. Oh, okay. So Clark kind of goes, okay, when I landed here, there were meteor showers all over the world for an entire week. And ah, like that made me very happy. That made me very <laughs> happy. so for cool. A couple of reasons. It wasn't, yeah. just, it wasn't just Kansas. It wasn't just, I mean, obviously, we knew it wasn't just yeah. Smallville. Or we figured, but like you said at the top of the episode, we were expecting the whole thing was he was mining for kryptonite and found that. You know they had they had the tra- the trajectory. Excuse me was was you know down to Smallville and that's where they found it. But it was it's the people, it's people, it's the people, people. And they mentioned Tag though. I wouldn't necessarily consider Tag as a successful. Yeah, he was obviously he didn't go in the machine, but you know that he was still glitching a good bit. Yeah, right. Maybe Tags from that wasn't born in Smallville. You know, maybe they, they say he was. They they call him uh, by name in this little segment, right? They here. do, yeah. And what I was is it? Like, okay, yeah. but so obviously, only... he, he didn't get it the same way the rest of them did. His powers came as a result of the explosion from the X Kryptonite and Jordan's heat vision. So, mm. right. But yeah, his that's body weird... could sustain it. His yeah. body could sustain it. Yes, he was he was exposed to it for a long. He still hasn't died from it, obviously, the way Powell and others have. Right. Right. Okay. So he's just this weird variant and all this. And I think it's very strange they threw him in the mix of all this because it makes it a little bit confusing because his powers were definitely acting like they were on the fritz. Um, he looked like he was in uh, in the same kind of condition Derek Powell was in. So that doesn't make much sense to me, but 
I don't know. Uh, you've got it right here, too. It's, so the only place yeah. in the world that has X kryptonite is the only place who has people who've ex- been exposed to it long enough to accept its effects, like Dag Harris. Right. It's not Smallville that Edge needs to build his army. It's it's people! And then Charlton Heston going It's running. made out of people! <laughs> and then Clark hears the call of Lois's ELT. I always hear the call of a BLT. <laughs> mm. Or a McBLT. And- <laughs> and flies out to these desert mountains. That's Mars. Uh, oh, that's Mars. <laughs> Mars. And there we have Morgan Edge standing there in full black Kryptonian garb. And I'm not one that knows a lot about the the shields and the symbols. Ah, Is they, that a house crest of any sort that we they, know of? They change nope. every time. It did just did. Results may vary based on your show. This is true. Uh, okay, this is true. But for the record, that has that glyph has not been seen anywhere. Uh, okay. Not in not in live action, at least. So Edge, I, I, I don't recognize it. I mean, it's obviously it looks an alter. It looks like an S, but it's an alteration. It's certainly it. not yeah. been seen in live action. If it's been seen in animation or something else, I don't know. But it's, certainly it's not, not. It's not Snyder. It's not Sci-Fi Krypton. It's it's not Smallville, oh, Donnerverse, anything like none that. None of the above. Or previously on the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. So Superman tells Edge he's going to stop what he's doing. Edge is like, Lois said that too. You can't make it happen any more than she can. So he flies full speed of Edge and Edge backhands him away and then says, did you think I'd be giving people powers without having them myself? You see, I got mine the same time you did, Kal-El, when I arrived on this planet. And then he floats in the air and he says, I think it's time you learn the truth about who I am and where I'm really from, brother. Mother pus bucket. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Let's discuss. Yes, we're here. Uh, so, I think the general consensus people have kept thinking this entire time. Okay. What episode was it where Lois makes a crack about his accent? Was it like <laughs> two, three? He talks yeah. About yeah. Back there somewhere. English accent or something. It's when he comes to Smallville and he's checking out the mines for the first time. Is that when it was. So yeah. obviously that happened. We've discussed this before. Morgan edge has already been a character. Um, and was it Supergirl season three? Frank was he the the big bad of season three? Morgan Edge, yeah, that's when we had Nathan uh, uh, Nathan Adrian Pastar, yeah, played him, and obviously he did not have an accent um, in, in that iteration. So I think a lot of people have just assumed, well, this is General Zod, and Edge is just possessed by General Zod. Gee, I feel like I remember a time when General Zod possessed another billionaire on a similar. Like in real life? Yes. Oh. Elon Musk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think a lot of people have just assumed, oh, it's General Zod. I feel like that's pretty lazy. Mm-hmm. Not only has Edge been on the show previously, whether in, you know, cri- Crisis is the big mystery box and all of this. What is Crisis affected? What is Crisis not affected? I feel like Zod is low-hanging fruit because also Zod has been used on the show um now when we saw zod it was a vision i don't know the the, the clark was drugged by silver kryptonite was it not was it not silver k yes 
you're gonna have to help me here because I really don't remember. I mean, he was he was drugged by Silver K by the Daxamites, yes, by Terry Hatcher, to think that Supergirl Kara was his greatest oh, enemy. Right. Yes. Now I have even greater problem with that because General Zod to me is not Clark Kent's greatest enemy, but or Superman's greatest enemy. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so it's we, we saw, yeah, of course, it's Parasite. So we saw Superman fight quote-unquote General Zod when he was really fighting um, Supergirl in that episode. In yes. season two? Two. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. finale of season two. In- end of penultimate opening of finale of season two. Um, but it is that gives credence to the fact that he has already fought General Zod. Right. The events of Superman the movie and the events of Superman 2 have transpired loosely within the Arrowverse up until that point we know about the missiles and lex Luthor and you know all that stuff even though derek's memory can't quite remember it perfectly <laughs> uh but you know that that stuff has happened he's he's faced general zod before general zod has been on earth it that is all pre-crisis i just want to point out it is pre-crisis i get that but if we keep picking and choosing what crisis did and did i know I, I i'm with you below I'm a not... gasket um so i don't think this is general zod possessing edge I don't think this is Edge. I, I I don't think anybody's possessing Edge, and that gets into a whole nother can of worms of what has already previously transpired on these shows with there already being a Morgan Edge. I I think that he is through and through Kryptonian. Whenever he landed here and assumed the persona of Morgan Edge, or what? have you i don't know but i i think this is hell i think this is clark's adopted brother um, I'm, I'm sorry did you just say hell hell h e apostrophe yeah well yeah i don't know anything about this so let me hell you don't hell i don't really with the seven seven three four wait a second four upside down i feel like this all plays into this i feel like so jor-el had an assistant on Krypton, uh, and and the reason I think is because yes, found it. So I, I really they've <laughs> the the shows have tried to use a lot of New Fifty Two and Rebirth stuff yes. versus going back to older stuff that we're more familiar with. And really, I mean, we just did General Zod again on Krypton, and yep. I'm sorry, you ain't gonna top that. Mm. Um, as, uh, that that to me. Uh, Colin's performance is as good as Terrence Stamps, and and that was if you didn't watch Krypton on Sci-Fi, you missed out, folks. Uh, what was Colin's last name again? Salmon. So, Salmon. Uh, <laughs> so you, you, that that portrayal of Zod, and also that twist of him actually being uh, Jor-El's brother, uh, was just spoilers phenomenal. Uh, yeah, well, the show's been off the air for forever. But, you know, that was just... Y- you can't get better Zod than what you got in that. So I really think this has got to be a different direction. And obviously, they're not going to do... This isn't Jor-El. This isn't Zod. No, no. Um, and it's going to have to be something with some weight behind it. And, and Hell is something that came out of, you know, most recent years of comics. And that's what they've kind of done on Flash and stuff a lot recently is pull more recent storylines in like they did on supergirl with uh 
um, girl from Krypton and the witches. What was her? Rain? Rain. Rain. Yeah. She was kind of yeah. more recent. They pulled from that. Hell was kind of around that same time period. That's right. Yes. Dude. So, um, but Jor-El had, had like a lab assistant. He, and he, he got him, he, the, the first rocket prototype was for Hell. Uh, and I don't know if you if his name is Hell L. I don't know. I I always just called him Hell. hell. That was definitely that's the intention just, for yeah, Hell. Yeah, yeah, that's just what I always referred to him as was Hell. Um, so that's where my mind went because I think Zod is too low hanging fruit and frankly a little too lazy at this point. The other thing you get into here is what is the term brother. He calls him brother now. Put a penny in the jar for Callum Blue. I, he kept yeah. calling, you know, that Zod, Smallville Season 9, referred to Clark as his brother. And again, the, the Jug Band also had a song called Brothers. So, anyway, just go ahead. Sorry. I Put all those to... pennies in a sock and hit him. So, I, <laughs> I you know, I, my first initial reaction is, is it brother? Is it, you know, not that brother has a capital B. Is it little B or big B? Yeah. Um, but they refer to Hell as Kal-El's adopted brother uh, in those storylines. And I, I just kind of wonder if that's where we're going with this. If, if, if they're trying to do... Because that's never been done before in live action. Uh, he's older, as Hell was. And he obviously knows a lot about Cal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's... Something different, something that sets it apart, but also kind of drudges its own path, you know, trenches its own path in a way. Some, something borrowed, something blue. Yeah. Frank, what, I, do you, what was your initial reaction at the end of the episode? I just want to say up front that I think you're, you're right with that. I think that, I think that hell is, is the right answer. My first thought, my initial reaction, though, um, seeing him in the black suit before I even saw the glyph uh, was, okay, it, the the you know thought about Zod, but but my my other thought was is this Jax Ur? Is this mm. um, you know another Kryptonian villain? Are they going? They wouldn't go for they wouldn't go for Zod, but would they go for something a, a little? Can I do my joke? Bench? Please, Derek. I I heard this show is anti Jax Ur, so <laughs> they're not going to go there. Wow. All right. So sorry. They just went to the went to the fortress for a homeopathic remedy. <laughs> um, the sorry. the but yeah, that, that that's where my 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 brain went initially. That was my first thought. Ultimately, I think you're onto something, Derek. With with hell with with seven seven three four connections with their penchant for for going with more recent um, storylines. I think that that's that's probably the answer ultimately. Um. All right. Well, I did bring him. I kind of blew it a little bit by bringing the Emmett Otter connection in early. <laughs> <laughs> but he's per, gonna die on this hill. It, if the River Bottom Nightmare Band did exist, <laughs> would they be anti-Superman? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I actually, um, I, yeah, again, I thought they're trying, or they're trying to make a sick at Zod. And boy, if it ends up being Zod, it's going to be very disappointing and very hard to 
explain. I would be this <laughs> in, in my internet. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless he was, I think the only redeeming factor there would have been if he was, was possessing edge and then they flash back to an original, the original interaction between Superman and Zod, because we know yeah. are coming. No, no spoilers. There. Yes, that's we right. Know, we know. And so, but I still feel like that's, I feel, he, I feel like that's the easy answer. He pretty much told us that he's not inhabited by another Kryptonian, though. Like, yeah, like that's there's a slim chance. There's a slim chance that he meant like when my spirit got to this planet and I inhabited this human. Yeah. But really, he meant when I landed. Know. Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, and I, and that he's been here for a while. Yes, right. So, I was trying to piece it together that. Perhaps maybe this is the version of Superman from John Henry Irons reality that went through the breach and then somehow inhabited Morgan Edge. That's huh. That's where I went because I was like, how are we going to pull that in? Robin, that makes True. perfect sense because Robin, because because uh, Morgan Edge did have uh, f- uh, facial reconstruction surgery, so that does oh, that okay. does make sense that <laughs> he would look different. All the dollars. <laughs> if you haven't watched Ten Years of Smallville, um, <laughs> listen, we got, me. listen, we got two Morgan Edges on that show. We get two Morgan Edges too. <laughs> you know, I, that's something. And of course, I wasn't on last week, but watching him fight against Irons' ship and then seeing the breach coming and then just that was the end of it. I'm like, yeah. Did he show up here? Is he here too? I I think he's around. Did he pull a Davis bloom and was along for the ride? I'm see, I'm assuming that whatever, if, if edge ends up being, um, and Superman is kind of drawn to his side, a la Zod, (laughs) you know, in a way, um, it is to fight this evil Superman that got, you know, mm. that tagged along with uh, John Henry Irons. And the again, tag is somebody else. <laughs> and again, uh, I brought this question up last week. When did Irons arrive on Earth? How long has he been here? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think this is all up in the air. Yeah. And uh, um. Since Frank and I kind of said that, I, I was going to read just a little bit about Hell. He he believed he was a uh, space explorer working for Jor-El and Laura, who he loved dearly as if they were his own parents. But unbeknownst to him, he was actually an illegal clone of several Kryptonians uh, that he was raised to believe he was naturally born. But uh, he he knew about Krypton's destruction uh, because of Jor-El. Jor-El constructed a prototype spaceship. Uh, to escape in and task him to protect Krypton's history and a knowledge among the stars. But basically, he wants to preserve Kryptonian legacy. And what better way to do that than implement Kryptonian DNA, souls, personas inside people? I don't Get know. yourself a world engine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, there's the Roddy Piper... Uh, movie Hell Comes to Frogtown. And, you know, obviously Frogtown Hollow is where the Jug Band had their talent show. So um, we appreciate you joining us this week. We're going to stick around for sports. <laughs> honestly, uh, th- honestly, I was really worried for like a Michigan J Frog connection. So like I'm, I'm, that's way better than what I was afraid of. Well, there's Doc Bullfrog who um, is 
the owner of the uh, the restaurant. Hello. <laughs> Hello. He's back. Uh, okay. He's good. All right. Oh, barbecue. That's a great song. Like when they put you in the air fryer. <laughs> yeah. It all ties together. Okay. It all comes back. You've heard <laughs> Michael Bailey's podcast. It all comes back to Superman. I'd like to introduce you to it all comes back to Emmett Otter's Chuck <laughs> All right. Well, that I think that's, <laughs> I think we're going to be talking about this quite a bit for the next few weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause and, I really wonder if we even get an answer until episode 11. Yeah. For no particular reason. For no we'll, particular reason. Um, we'll be talking about that in spoilers. Yeah, spoilers here in a minute. Spoilers. Definitely. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Superman TV talk live tweets with Robin with the East coast every week. I can only assume episode 10 live tweets will be nothing but Emmett Otter gifs. Uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Instagram is Starkville House of L, all one word. You can subscribe on your favorite podcatcher or rate and review on Apple Podcast. Always head over to Krypton site uh, at Superman Lois TV. Craig Byrne does a great job getting all your news there. And miss anything? Come back for spoilers here at the end after that episode nine trailer where we hear the term brother again. Mm. Anything? All right. What do you, what do you about to do? What's, what's over there? What's, what's your left hand doing, Frank? Go go ahead. Uh, what were you gonna just, do? Just saying that we're always, always our batteries die. Who boy, a lot mm-hmm. going on there. Um, military presence is very strong in the town of Smallville. Um, we see Jordan and Sarah sitting in the diner for this episode, which is called Oh Mother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clearly, this is about Martha and the bench. Um, <laughs> Where is she? How close are we getting to Sarah finding out things? Because I feel like Sarah's going to find out Clark is Superman soon. I kind of think you're I right. I really feel like that's going to happen. Um, what's interesting, though, is there is so much military presence in town that people are just flying around. Yeah, right? With the army there and barricades up. <laughs> There's just flying around. We hear Lana say, it's been a long time since weird things happened in this town, clearly referring to her ex uh, and right. his exploits at a younger age. Uh, we see Obama set them to take our powers. Oh my God. We We're see, <laughs> we see, uh, we see a Kent family round table um, and Clark uh, quickly darting out from that using. Super yeah. speed. Um, we see Jordan and Sarah see, uh, witnessing something in the streets of Smallville. A lot of the streets of Smallville in this episode. Oh, there's yeah. Jonathan too. Jonathan shows up. Well, they paid enough for that city, so uh, they uh, then we see a a figure. 
in the shadows with light behind it using heat vision has very wiry hair I don't who do you know. think that is i have no idea who that is is it emmett otter is it i was thinking uh, it was moki fraggle oh my god i th- my I like this thought, podcast better when it was Billy Joel jokes. I just, I just want to. See I it. made one earlier. Nobody did a thing, and we just kept going. So I, Sorry. I didn't say anything else. Yeah, that was pre Emmett Otter. I didn't know yeah, better. Yeah. Um. And then, so then we catch back up to Superman and Edge. I guess we're going to keep calling him Edge uh, at this point. Who are no longer <laughs> in the desert, but now are in a lush green area. So obviously, they have chased each other. It's an yes. epic game of tag between brothers. Um, so much fun. And also, Ed again refers to him as brother, saying that his brother chose humanity. Maybe it's the Clockwork Orange reference, you know? Yeah, this this is this trailer kind of solidifies the whole, uh, like, is it brother? Like, uh, I don't know. To me, when he's saying my brother chose humanity over us, that's mm-hmm. not he if if he was talking talking about him as a fellow Cretone, he'd say our brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Again, I keep going back to Callum Blue season nine uh usage of brother. Yeah. And, and the way he said it. And God, I love Callum Blue. I mean, unless Morgan is talking to maybe like Lois or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sam yeah. Sam has clearly set up some sort of uh temporary base, I guess, in Smallville. And whoever they have uh, taken into custody, whatever that that has abilities, has uh, escapes. So that's going to happen. Whoever has heat vision, which shouldn't be too difficult anyway. Then there's some people running in the woods with shotguns. It looks like a scene out of Deliverance. I'm not really sure. It's uh, weird. It's I, it, I don't recognize anybody no. in those shots whatsoever. There's three people holding shotguns and flashlights, and then a individual running away from them it's a, it's and, a little kid okay it's not the same person with the heat vision i guess although the hair does look kind of similar um and yeah then, and he's got like this sleeveless b- black tee and it looks like something might be on it i don't know but i think it i think what they're i think what we're gonna have next week is people are <laughs> we're gonna have maybe like a body snatcher situation you know and there's paranoia mm-hmm. in smallville and mm-hmm. i assume these these people are just regular Smallville uh, citizens thinking that this kid is is one of these possessed things and is just shooting at him, shooting well, after him. He's under, fucking terrified. I wonder if we're under martial law. I wonder if Smallville yeah. locked down. You know, not sure necessarily quarantine, but I wonder if we're you know under some kind of uh, military presence that nobody in or out. Um, the last shot before getting back to Clark and uh, Edge is Lois and Lana being choked, and I. I guess that's Kyle. Uh, you think, I, thought it was, I thought it was Morgan. I don't think there's, I don't, I don't see any gray, any silver there. That looks like Kyle from the back to me. Oh boy. Uh, so, and Lana looks very upset. Lois <laughs> looks like, yeah, we did this last time. So <laughs> I kind of feel like that that's probably Kyle taking back over. That's going to be tough. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Okay. Uh, the episode description for this reads, Family! Lana reaches out to Lois and Clark when Kyle starts behaving strangely. Meanwhile, Jonathan opens up to Jordan, and lastly, Sarah storms out after accusing her mom of always covering for her dad. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> On a very special Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, uh, 
does note that uh, Captain Luther slash Ranger Irons does return for this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. So, interesting to see there. That will air next week on The CW. The episode was written by Adam Mallinger, who you might know as the Bitter Script Reader on Twitter. Huh. So who has been a uh, writer's assistant and got to do got to write this episode. So Very excited about that. Yeah. yeah. It looks All like a right. big episode, too. Um, one more, though. Uh, should we go ahead and read episode 11? I really want to, yeah. You really want to? That one sentence of uh, episode one 11? One whole sentence. Oh. oh, So the title is... The title ahead. is a oh. sentence. Yeah. The a title's brief, longer than the description. A brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events is a title that Derek's going to have a hard time remembering. <laughs> um, I'd be doing well to remember all of... Oh, I wonder if I could do all of them up till this point. Not, not tonight, but... Uh, yeah, Clark makes a startling discovery about Morgan Edge. What? <laughs> didn't it, didn't it did happen? that with another one? <laughs> and it, we're waiting another episode. This seems like, uh, this seems like we might have, we might find out the whole story in this episode. Well, about- we, I do know that this episode is a flashback. Okay. Um, we've, we've seen set photos that he returns to the Fleischer costume in this episode. Actually, ah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, episodes 11 and 12 feature flashbacks. Oh, nice. Um, we do know there's a phone booth in this yeah. episode. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but I got to think we're going to be flashing back to just more than Superman's early days here. I, I think we're going to go back to Krypton as well. I would not Ooh. be surprised one bit. Um, because the further we get out from that six years ago storyline the the more i think the average viewer is going to be like wait what um when those pots <laughs> landed on earth yeah um we, we've got to get back to that at some point and and reveal what ended up bringing those things to earth at the time that they did john henry irons i don't know did he land six years ago mm. what are your thoughts on that title a brief reminiscence in between catalyst cataclysmic events we're going to be flashbacking a lot in this episode and it's going to be a we're going to be on the bench between yeah (laughs) and that and the main story and and something big is going to happen in oh mother we're at though a cataclysmic Uh, event perhaps yeah yeah Yeah. definitely something something coming down the pipeline for episodes 11 and 12 i don't think episode 12 title has been released yet i don't think we have it yet but but i if 11 is between cataclysmic events, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like, I wonder if there's something big in 10 and 12 or 10 and, you know, after 12. Mm-hmm. We, we're um, almost, almost home stretch boys. What are in the 15 episodes? Yeah. We're getting yeah. Close. We're going to get a repeat, uh, the yes. following week on June 29th. Uh, so I'm wondering after if there's going to be a cliffhanger there after episode <laughs> 11 is a repeat. Yes. Yep. Holding so the wrench. We know that the finale, we know the finale is not until August. Right. Yep. Uh, so so we're gonna get at least one. We're gonna get at least one long hiatus here, or two little ones. Yep, I that's assume. right. I would think that. Yeah. I th- let the guessings begin. I I I I. I yeah. You know, here's a thought. Uh, July is the Olympics. They may not want to air it against the Olympics. That's true. They afraid he's gonna blow out the torch. That's it. <laughs> Free, freeze, sneeze it. Okay, every Emmett Otter reference was worth it just to get to that right there. Just to get to a Superman. One of the best scenes in Superman history. 
Thank you for getting us there. I'm missing anything, guys? I'm missing your face. Wow, it's right here. Hmm. There. Ah, there it is. Okay, I'm going to go back behind the microphone. <laughs> All right. All right. Put back your shirt back on. Next time for episode 10, Oh Mother, Where Art Thou? And yeah. I will... We'll be right here with you for the reveal, whatever happens or whatever the reveal is in episode 11. I I kind of feel like it's the reveal is episode 10, but the episode 11 is dealing with the fallout from the reveal, and that's yeah. why and we don't want to spoil anything. And since it's heavy flashback stuff anyway, just... I don't know. That's my initial reaction to that. You know that thing where people are like, oh, you should show your kids... Star Wars, and then Empire, and then after Empire, show them the prequels and show them how Anakin got to where. Uh, you know, the, what is that? The Jackhammer Machete what? Order. Machete, Machete Order. order yeah. yeah, Jackhammer. This is that. This is here's the big big reveal, and then we'll do the the backstory of how he got there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait to watch the prequels. All right, next Somehow, time. Morgan Robin has returned. returned. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody.